When the whole family comes together to watch the game, nobody wants to miss a second of the action to run to the grocery store. With Instacart, you can get all your weekly groceries in as fast as an hour. Less time shopping means more game time. Let's go. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum per order. Additional terms apply. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and the restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Welcome on in to Sports Radio 94 WIP. It's the Midday Show. Hugh Douglas, Joe Gilio, Kyle Quinn behind the glass. lot to do today. We are officially... On Sirianni watch as we, uh, there it is. There's, uh, is he still the coach? Yes, that's a yes right now? As of right now. All right, right now he's still the coach. We'll see if he is by the time this show gets off the air at 2. 215-592-9494. Good morning, Hugh. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Philly. Can, can, I, can I do something real quick, man? Go for it. Can I ask a question? Why people, like before the weather break, why y'all like so stupid at the grocery store, man? Like, like I'm not saying you. I'm just asking the people out there. Why y'all get so stupid at the grocery store? I'm at the grocery store yesterday, you know, just getting some stuff. It's, it was packed. You know, everybody's getting ready for the weather and stuff. So I'm in line, and this this, this, older, this older lady in front of me, right? And, you know, it's, it's, I'm at the Trader Joe's, and, you know, the line moves fast to Trader Joe's. So the lady says, like, she's a, like I said, she's an older lady, and I respect my elders. And so it was, it was like a guy, a younger guy in front of me. She was in front of us, and she asked, she said, hey, you know, I know the line's moving fast, but can I go grab some milk real quick? Now, mind you, the milk, like, it's right behind her. It's right behind me. So it's not like she's going far. It's almost part of the line. Yeah, yeah it's, so it's not like she's I've been, going I've been in the one you're talking about. You know what I'm saying? So she goes and gets the milk. And the dude, I was like, hey, ma'am, you can do whatever you need to do. It's not a problem for me. So she, she goes and gets the milk. The dude in front of me cuts in front of her. Like, and I'm looking right, and she, like, looks, and I said it loud enough for him to hear me. I said, well, obviously, he doesn't feel the same way that I do, ma'am, so I apologize for that. So I guess he felt bad, and he let her back in front of me. But my point is this, man. Why is it when it, bec- when it, it storms, we, we just get rude? Like, you know, if we don't get what we need, the world's going to end. It's, it shouldn't be like that, man. I agree with you. It shouldn't be like that. People are weird when it's about to storm. They, yeah. they, they almost think they'll never get out of the house again. They got to get what they need. They need it right now. How many times? Like, you got to ask yourself. How, how, two things. How much, how much was it? Milk, bread, and cheese do you need? And is it going to kill you to wait in line and be patient like everybody else? So, I have a theory on this. A little quick theory, Okay. I think part of it is the weather. People get all weird when it's about to snow. They feel like they'll never get out of the house again. The other thing is, that guy that was rude to that lady, he's on Sirianni watch. Yeah. Yeah, he, he's, but he's on edge because we're all on Sirianni watch. I don't give a shit. If, 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 you're, if you're weird about the weather, quit driving them little-ass cars. Like, you know, you're talking about all this being efficient and driving these little, little electric cars and these little smart cars and stuff. Good job, little ass car. Yeah, you get could a, do get that a real, too. Get a, get a truck. You, get a real car. You could do that, too. I think that guy's on Sirianni watch. He's on edge like I'm on edge right now. <laughs> I like now. how you tied that in. I'm he, on edge. He had to hurry up and get home and watch his TV. 
I'm on edge. Sirianni watch. All right, 215-592-9494. I, I have to um, – once in a while I have to put my foot down around here because I sense something is going on at, 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 in Philadelphia. I sense it on WIP, and I don't like it one bit, Hugh what Douglas. I sense people are talking themselves back into this head coach that he's going to stick around and we're all going to be okay with it. Well, I'm here to tell you I'm not going to be okay with it. Yes, you will. And no, no, this is my last stand. <laughs> yes. This is my last stand. I, I am <laughs> no, going to no. I'm going to take a minute and I'm going to suspend disbelief and I'm going to believe in his office right now. Jeff Lurie is streaming WIP before Nick walks in. <laughs> yeah, Jeff, good luck th- this that. is my last ditch effort to get your attention on this. No. We got to move on from the coach. I-, I-, I am not talking myself back into this whole situation. The Eagles need to move on. All right, a couple things. Number one, I-, th- I think this would be a major regret if they bring him back. If they bring him back, I believe we're just going to delay the inevitable. When coaches are, when we think about firing a coach or a team thinks about firing a coach, it's pretty rare that coach then turns it around and wins a championship. It, it is pretty rare that, that it, it flips around all the way to we're going to be happy with this. And the Eagles, and this I blame them for this. So, Jeff, if you are listening, this is your fault, being on vacation, wherever you're doing the last few days. They uh, have, yeah, they've put the seed of doubt in this city. I mean, the Eagles could have come out Monday night, Tuesday morning, and cut this off at the knees. Nick is our coach. This is our plan for the offseason. Nothing to see here. The fact that this has dragged on a week, you've given us false hope that we're getting a different coach in here. So if you bring back Sirianni, it's gonna, it, the whole thing is going to feel off. And I go to next year, next season. This is the story of next season. It's not about anything else besides this. So if they start 0-2, what are we talking about? Are they going to fire Nick? Interim? This is going to seep into the locker room. Nick will be asked about his job security after every loss if they have a skid. You can't turn back now. 215-592-9494. This is over. It's just a matter of when the Eagles want to admit it. Hugh, have you talked to are you are you doing it? Are you starting to talk yourself back into this? No, but I will say this. This is a song I listen to. It's called it's a, I'm, I'm shooting for the win, but I'm ready for the loss. That's kind of where I'm at with this. And, and and that's the truth. Like, I don't want anybody to think that some of the some of the things that you presented yesterday went over my head. I'm not that thick. I understand that honestly, when you go into that office or whatever the, this this um interview is gonna be about or this uh, conversation, it doesn't look good for Coach Sirianni. But I will say this. There were rumblings that something was wrong with this team even when they were winning. And nobody could put their finger on it. That's the one saving grace that I think Nick Sirianni has. Now, his presentation going into this is going to be key. And I'm not going to lie to you, Joe. I set up last night and I tried to put myself in Coach Sirianni's shoes and I tried to figure out what could I say after everything that I've seen from the from my advantage, my vantage point, mm-hmm. what could I say to help save my job? It ain't a whole lot, so that way, so in turn, I would just probably get hostile in that situation. Because oh, you gonna like, fight back? Well, because I ain't got no, I ain't got a leg to stand on. Because if you're asking me if I could fix this, I don't, I don't honestly know what you could say. Because the one thing I do know for a fact, y'all just gave this quarterback two hundred fifty million dollars. So it's a good chance that he's going to be here. Of course. So now I have to figure out what can I say to you to help me fix this or, or, or to make you believe that I can fix this. Only thing I can think of is say, hey, man, the wheels fell off the wagon. Uh, there was a disconnect somewhere, but I think I can, I can get this, this going. You know, maybe I put too much trust, and, and I would probably start throwing people under the bus. First person I probably throw the bus is Brian Johnson. I'm not gonna even lie to you. <laughs> I'm throwing Brian. Sorry, B. Love you to death, dog. And I think you got a, a bright future in the NFL. But if it's a if it's a MP or a YP, 
it's going to be a YP because I'm throwing you under the bus. Well, like, you know, I tried to get Brian, you know, the opportunity to run his office. Is NPYP my problem or your, your problem? Pro- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Joe, Joe. That's a you problem. Because I'm in survival mode. At this point, I'm in survival mode. So I'm going to tell him, like, yo, I told Brian to do this, that, and the third, and I would say it just like that. Well, I told him to do this, but he wanted to do his own thing. So, yeah, he got to go. And we all know the defense coordinator. That's a hey, hey, Jeff, Howie, that – I ain't gonna say it, but that was your guy. I, Matt Patricia wasn't on my staff until y'all told me I had to bring him in, and then you know I gave him the job like y'all told me to, and look what happened. So that's on y'all. That's what I, I would. That probably wouldn't fly though, huh? No, that, it's that's not gonna fly. Y'all. None of this is gonna fly. You're, you're not. If I'm the lawyer, you're not selling me at all. I, there's no way. There's no way. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. I can't go into the next season with Sirianni and and look the fan base in the face and say we're gonna go win a Super Bowl. Plus. Once the trust is lost, it never comes back. This is like a relationship. I'm, I'm out. I, I, the trust is lost. I can't trust Sirianni with the quarterback. I can't trust him with the offense. I can't trust him with a team that I believe stopped playing for yeah, him you'll be down back. the stretch. You'll be back. Because you know what? L- listen. I might be back in on the Eagles. We, I'm never coming back in You'll be back, back in, in on Coach Sirianni nope. and the Eagles. You know why? Because you'll start thinking about the good times. Let's not, let's not kid ourselves, Joe. But the bad let's times not, got no, bad. Because it's bad right now. We're, we're still feeling this. We're, we're, our heart is still broken. Don't act like you ain't going to be back with football season roll back yeah, around. Yeah, but there's other fish in the sea right don't, now. No, don't act like that. Don't there's act a like seven, you ain't There's a 72-year-old in the oh, sea you, right now. You have a 72-year-old. <laughs> that's right. Really, that's what you're going with. That, this, this particular 72-year-old. Don't, don't act like you won't be back around when the season starts. Yeah, I'll be back in on the Eagles, but not this head coach. 215-592-9494. I sense something's going on. I do not like it. People talking themselves back into Sirianni coming back. I mean, I heard Elliot yesterday talking about continuity and Brian Johnson and basically running the whole thing back. And I'm like, did, did anyone else watch this football team after Thanksgiving? Run it back. Yeah, it I want to. I want to get excited for bad. next season. And you will be. You'll be excited. Yeah, but you know what? There will be. There will be. There may be excitement, but there will be a little bit the, trepidation. Yeah, there'll be that underlying like, yeah, but I may like the moves how he makes, but. All that stuff is going to be out there, and it's going to drive me crazy. All right, Ian Rapport, here's what he said about the situation right now with the Eagles and where we are with this potential change or not change. Think about what he took over with the Philadelphia Eagles, and these are just some of the things that Laurie is going to consider. It was a franchise down and out. They were struggling midway through his first season, ended up with nine wins, took him to the playoffs, helped Jalen Hurts become go from a young quarterback who you just weren't sure what he was To a franchise quarterback, he has made the playoffs all three seasons. Obviously, the end of this year, the playoffs did not go as well as you hoped, but his resume is still strong. I would say still some changes potentially on the way at the coordinator position or positions for the Eagles, Uh, but certainly in the regular season and over the past three seasons, Sirianni has done plenty. Oh, jeez, I got to hear that. I'm trying to tell you, man. Oh, you give me resumes. We had Brian Billick on yesterday. The guy won a Super Bowl, never got a job again when he got fired. I don't care about resumes. What are you going to do for me right now? Yeah, right now what you're going to do is you're going to you're going to go home and shovel snow. We're going to get past this we're going to get past this month. We're going to get ready to go to Clearwater a little while. We're going to watch some good baseball. And we're going to get ready for football season no, next year. Oh, no, <laughs> that, no. That's what's about to happen. It's, see, Hughes talking himself in. You no, feel this, this guy? He's talking. He's no, because talking this is Hughes. See you go down like this, Hughes. Unbelievable. I'm just being honest, man. What do you think is going to happen? What, Like, seriously, what do you do? You really think he's going to get fired? My gut right now tells me no. No, no it's a Friday news so, dump. They're keeping him. So, so what but I, this is my last stand. Lurie's listening to the show in his office. Jeff, get a new coach in here now. So I am preparing myself for. 
the inevitable. That's what I'm doing. Yeah, you know what we found out the difference is Hugh will just accept fade. I'm going to go down kicking and screaming. <laughs> That's what we found out this morning. I'm like, Jalen, I'm like, I can't, can't do nothing about it. I tried. It wasn't my time. Can, it's not my time. Can I let you hear this from Chris Long? Because Chris Long summed it up very well, and it's a big part of why keeping Sirianni is a big problem here. This doesn't get better. Listen to Chris Long yesterday. Most head coaches are offensive play callers, and it's not just offensive mind who doesn't call plays. And I think when you look at Sirianni, in the column for don't keep him. And I want to make this clear. I haven't come to a conclusion on this. The season just ended. I kind of want to hear what they want to do. But Sirianni doesn't call plays anymore. When you seed play calling as an offensive head coach, when you give that up, that is a terminal illness, Ryan. What's the life expectancy on guys that have given up play calling duties in the NFL historically? This guy, it's pie in the sky where we are for Nick. You know, he said it, it. He used a very strong term. It's a terminal illness, and what he, I, I understand what he means. That we're just on the path to him not being the coach anymore. Maybe he comes back a year, and we try to piece piecemeal this thing together. But look, they're either going to bring in a retread offensive coordinator that's probably not that bright, because otherwise he'd be a head coach somewhere, <laughs> or or they're going to bring in a young guy that is bright. And guess what's going to happen? One good year, he's out of here to become a head coach. You know what? I think I know a way to fix this. All right, go ahead. I've been doing some. I've been doing a little bit of thinking about this, and I had to. And you made me remember something this morning. We was in the meeting when Big Red got here. Andy Reid, he brought two elder statesmen coordinators here. Rod Dyhower, which I totally forgot about, and it was Jim Johnson. Right. Jim Johnson, even as 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 good as he was, he had some head coaching offers, but he didn't want them. So how about this? Because I've been on the phone. I've been talking to folks, man. As a matter of fact, let me see. Got some ideas? You got, yeah, you got, got, some you got a plan of <laughs> no, attack? No, listen. I got a plan of attack, okay. man. And this is a name that has not been mentioned in the NFL in a while. I got a defensive coordinator for you. Who you got? Leslie Frazier. I would, uh, Leslie has been an interesting name. Former head coach. Did a good yes. job with the Bills. Yeah, sure. I've been texting Leslie, right? Okay. And I told Les this morning. You ready? I said, hey, coach. I got. I said, I'm going to throw your name in the hat for the defensive coordinator job at the Eagles. He said yes. You know what he said? Thumbs up. You want, you want to see it? Yeah. You want to see what he said? <laughs> <laughs> he said, did somebody lose their job? Yeah, not yet, Les, <laughs> not yet. But, but soon. <laughs> so I'm like, not yet, Coach, but but it, it potentially could happen. And, and Les is a Jim Johnson disciple. He was here. He was a DB coach. He coached in Buffalo. You saw what that Buffalo defense no, he, was. You know, he's been a good coach. And I think that right now there's not a threat. Because, see, I think your, your biggest concern right now is there's a threat that the the whomever we get at coordinator, both sides, that there's a chance that they're going to leave. Especially offense, yeah. yeah. And then Jalen has to learn new offense every year, and we're just yeah. doing this nonsense. I think I think, I think think Les could come in and fix this defense. I think he could come in immediately and fix this defense. I like the Leslie Frazier idea. And, I, hey, look, if Sirianni, Sirianni does stay, they need to get a real defensive coordinator, that's for sure. And, and Leslie Frazier would be certainly a, a name on our list. You know what's uh, funny as you showed me his text message? It's almost like Leslie's a gentleman, and you made some sort of comment to him, like maybe she'd be interested, and, and he said, I didn't know she was single. I yeah, mean, that, basically. That's basically what he said I mean, said that's what he's saying. Yeah. Oh, you know, he went into the HBCU Hall of Fame last year, so we've been contacting. I just said, alumni, might have a job for you. I'm, I said, I'm about to throw your name in the hat. Well, it's out I mean, it's on WIP, he, he so it's was out like, there now. He was like, why? He's there, you know. It, I can hear him in his astute voice. Did someone lose their job? Why not yet? But we're just trying to amass some names that we can put together. And and not only that, you're talking about a guy who's had some head coaching experience. And, you know, I like 
this is where for me, if, if I'm a coach and I'm in Coach Sirianni's uh, situation, I would not be opposed to having some 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 different thinkers in the room. I think he should. And let me let me meet you in the middle. You know what? I'm with you, Hugh. Leslie okay. Frazier, the defensive coordinator. Ben Johnson is the head coach. 215-592-9494. Wow. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I like your Leslie idea, and I get a new head coach to run the offense, and we're all, we're all together. All right, Kyle, quickly, what are you feeling on this? Uh, have you, I could feel it. I mean, Hughes already, he's he's talking himself into Sirianni's new staff. It, it, it's I a mean, shame. It man. is. Have really? You, it's hate a shame. You hate to see a guy you, go down you, like you that. You know what it is? Because I, I can see what's about to happen. Y'all just refuse to see it. No, because we fight. I see it. We fight on WIP for what is right. <laughs> Kyle, have you talked yourself into this? No, I, look, Hugh, I see what's about to happen, too, and that Nick Sirianni is just a sitting duck. If you bring him back at this point, like, you're just – it feels like you're delaying the inevitable. I, I mean, I, we're going to get answers next year either way, whether you know whether we're moving forward without Nick Sirianni, we're going to get answers about was it his fault, or if we go through with uh, Nick Sirianni and two new coordinators, we're going to find out that it was his fault. Either way, I just don't see this really going well for the Eagles. I can't think of a time in my head where there was so much consternation or debate about whether the guy should be back, and then you bring him back, and it works out. Like, well, You know what other team does this? The Cowboys. And the Cowboys <laughs> don't win anything. And, like, they brought back Mike McCarthy, and that's – look at like, Mike McCarthy has done better than Nick Sirianni has through his tenure here and, like, uh, through his, throughout his entire NFL career. So, we can talk about his resume all you want, but uh, what I'm looking at is what happened most recently with this team, and they fell apart. And I, I don't see any scenario where – I can't do this revolving door of new coordinators. Sirianni loses a coordinator, and then we suck again. I'd rather just have a guy – that owns his offense and owns this team. Sirianni's not that guy. Yeah, and if you're going to do that, okay, I'll do it with Mike Tomlin. I'll do it with John Harbaugh. They're they're excellent, you know, motivators, leaders, coaches, preparers. I'm not doing it with Nick Sirianni. Let's go to the phone lines here. 215-592-9494. Al is on WIP. What's up, Al? Al. Hey, this is Al from Harden Sun. Listen, I'm going to be honest with you. It's, it's, not Sirianni. It's, it's, not, it's not Nick's fault. It's not Nick's fault at all. Uh, it's the players. I mean, I mean, Nick. You, you can coach a player, but a player's got to go out there and do his job. Execute. Now, I'm gonna be. I'm, I'm gonna be honest with you. If, if these players, I mean, these players are missing tackles. Like, I mean, they, they're missing small tackles. I mean, tackles that anybody, a high school kid, can do it. I, I'm, I, my problem is this. My problem is this: is that these players today, Jalen Hurts got this big contract, and all of a sudden now he's not playing. At, Last year he was he, he was the first one at the uh, at, at the Nova Nova Center. You know what I mean? I want to be I want to be doing that now. They 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 want to be celebrities now because because they're getting these big contracts. Uh, Jason Kelsey and all of them they 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 are all doing commercials, doing an album, doing a, doing a, doing the season, doing albums. So Al, Al, let me ask you a question. Hold on, let me ask you a question. And and then maybe you're maybe you're on to something there. But Al, last year the players played better and they won, right? Yes. This year the players didn't play as well and they lost, right? Yes. So what does Sirianni do here? Like what's what's his what's his role in all of this? Let, 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 let me ask you something. Sirianni has, has more wins than any coach. No, no, had. no. You just told me the players are responsible for wins and losses. So what is what's Sirianni's role in this? No, no. The players are, listen. Once you coach them, they go out there and play. So so once you coach these players, now. Come on now. Let's think about it. Let's think about it. Well, no, let's think, Al, let's think about this. Let's think about this. this. Without Shane Steichen, what is Nick Sirianni? Okay. All right. Why are they hiring? He's a below-average coach is what he is, Al. He's missing the brains behind the operation left. Everybody. 
everybody blames the coaches all the time. They want they, they want to be the fall guy. What about these players? These players these players make so much money they can, they can come in there and practice and, and know how to make. Well, what if they don't want to play? Al, what if they what if they don't want to play for this guy anymore? Didn't they well, show well, that to well, us? They should they should have decided that at the beginning of the season. Why 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 wait until after you get ten to one then you start acting all fucking phony? Oh, so Al, you, buddy, you know we so, pre- the passion today. Today, <laughs> going to be a Friday. I tell you, man, we just got to get past this month, this 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 couple months. No, I I need to I need some action today. Al had the potty mouth. Uh, you know. Sometimes. Well, look, that come that came in three. Like he, his phone was terrible to start. Mm-hmm. He called me about three times, begging me to to put him on the air. Oh, so and you and Al have beef early. Well, now he's on my list. So, <laughs> thanks, Al. He was on my list. Nick Sirianni, <laughs> he's on my list. All right, two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. I tell you, hop aboard. All your phone calls coming up here on the midday show. Have you started to talk yourself into Sirianni coming back? Uh, Hugh asked me a few minutes ago, my like what I think's going to happen. He's coming back, man. I think at this point it's probably more likely he is that we get one of those Friday news dumps at 5 o'clock that he's coming back. But we are on Sirianni Watch officially. Throughout the show, I will ask Kyle, update on the news, is he still the Eagles coach? So we are officially as a station, as a show, we're on Sirianni Watch today. I need action, and I just feel like this is just delaying the inevitable if they don't move on right now. 215-592-9494. Lurie and Sirianni expected to meet today. We have a prize, which means – Hughes clues on this side. We'll give you a clue after the break. Plus, Colin Cowherd, he's been uh, he's been hammering the Eagles lately. He put this situation in a way that really, I mean, it, it hit. It really hit hard. You're going to hear that, and I think he's right. 215-592-9494. We'll get to that. Your phone calls. Have you started to talk yourself into the idea of Sirianni coming back? I have not. Hughes waving the white flag. He has. We'll discuss it all in the Midday Show. Sports Radio 94 WIP. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up. Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. Now let's go win the sick playoffs. Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, sport app says it'll be here in in a few minutes. (laughs) Instacart for the win. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. One of the things I um, I learned this years ago 
from a news director I had years and years ago. Boy, I was in uh, Vegas like 40 years ago, 30 years ago. And he said, um, if, if, you, if you ever let anybody go in the news industry, uh, what's their market? And if they don't get hired by anybody, you made the right decision. If they get hired in a day, like Andy Reid, maybe you made the wrong decision. And so what would the market be for Nick Sirianni if he was on it to be a head coach? Not much of one. What would the market be for Philadelphia seeking head coaches? Uh, pretty good. Mike Vrabel may want that job. So it, I would move off Nick Sirianni. Says a lot. Colin Coward yesterday. If Sirianni's out of here, would anybody else hire him? Show me that I love you. I don't think so. We can sing through it. Sometimes you have to. That's a valid question. And it's a hard one to answer, but I think that there would be a market for Coach Sirianni. I do. Do you think he actually would get hired? He may get interviews because he he just was in the the game and he just did win some games. He just took him to a Super Bowl. But I don't think he would get hired by anybody else. I'll tell you what. You know why I say he would get get hired? Because to me, he's, he's almost, almost. The equivalent of Dan Quinn. But Dan hasn't got hired as a head coach again. No, but he got hired. Like, I, you're talking about getting hired uh, as head, a head, head coach. Co- I mean, head coach. No, okay. no, Nick would have a job in the league. He, yeah, you know, yeah. he, usually uh, you fall off a head coach perch, you get a job as well, an assistant. Well, normally that, that's kind of how it, like, there's only a few coaches that get fired like that and go ex- immediately back into head coaching. Yeah, the great ones, the really <laughs> yeah. good ones. I don't think Nick's, I don't think his resume is built up to that point where he could be that guy. Now, getting a job in the NFL, he'll definitely get yeah, one Yeah, he could be a wide receiver but coach But he ain't about something. to – you said a wide – wow, you That's what he was by trade. wide receiver coach. Well, who was it? That, remember the Giants coach the Eagles wanted at one point, Ben McAdoo? He got fired from the Giants, and then he surfaced as offensive coordinator, no, I think. I and that, you going to bring up Ben McAdoo, man? I'm just I'm I'm just wondering Sirianni's future if he's out of here. I would tonight. even like you know what, and this might be a bold statement. Like everybody's talking about Brabel and and him his head coaching acumen. Has he interviewed for a head coaching job yet? Brabel is interviewed for the Chargers. Chargers. It might okay. be the only one he's actually interviewed for so far. Okay, okay, because they're probably looking for a young, innovative voice. But dude, I mean, a lot of times, young head coaches when they get fired. They usually get relegated to that that coordinator dude. That, yeah, they take a step back and yeah, they try then to they build come back, back up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll see. Big Red I, fell off and he went right back. To within a day, the Chiefs <laughs> had a, the Chiefs had a private plane for him to <laughs> yeah, get him out there. Big Red, something he's a different animal now. All right, this one more from Cowherd. Then back to your phone call. So this this one hit. I mean, it hit like it just punched me in the stomach. Listen to Cowherd describing if the Eagles keep Sirianni. Here's the thing, though: the Mike McCarthy discussion at least is layered. Twelve wins, twelve wins, twelve wins. He lets go of the OC, the offense actually does better, and the OC doesn't crush. It's a little nuanced with Mike, right? Like, he let go of his star OC, the offense got better, the OC didn't do well. Sirianni's the opposite. It's not hard to figure out. It feels very much Brandon Staley, L.A. Chargers vibe, where a coach can't figure out his side of the ball, and his side of the ball is the problem, not the other side of the ball. That's a problem. Fletcher Cox came out yesterday and said he's a winner. Well, Philadelphia is not bad very often, so that's lip service. Players always love their coach. To the very end, they defended they defended Brandon Staley with the Chargers. But I will say there is good news for the Cowboys. If Sirianni's retained, at least you got a better coach than Philly. What have I done to deserve this? Oh, that, that's the part that hurt. That's the part that, he's right. McCarthy right now is a better coach than Sirianni. 215 592.
94-94. If you had to win a game tomorrow, who's your coach? I'm not saying swap them and trade. I'm just being like, if, if you had a lineup, you had to pick 11 people to go play a football game tomorrow, who's your coach, Sirianni or McCarthy? Coach Sirianni. And I say that with a straight face. Yeah, I'll take Mike. Why did everybody look at me like I was lying? I'm not picking anything I Cowboys, didn't, I didn't man. I call you a liar. You didn't have to, but the – No, no, the, you're not – I didn't say the, pick the Cowboys. The shock. No, I didn't say pick Cowboys. I, he's, who, is Mike McCarthy Cowboy? But no, he's just coached him. No, the he's a Cowboy. He's, he's coached Cowboys. you. No, yeah. uh, he's Cowboy. I'm just saying, I, I would take McCarthy. Right. not doing it. 215-592-9494. Have you started to talk yourself back into the idea of Sirianni staying here? Lurie and Sirianni meeting today. We're officially on Sirianni watch. Any news we get, we pass it along immediately. Yeah, the clock's ticking, Jeff. Let's Let's get – a decision here. Bill is in Cherry Hill. What's up, Bill? Bill. Good afternoon, sir. Hey, Bill. What's up today? I think you guys are idiots. <laughs> yeah, that, join the club. All right, Bill. We're off to a good start <laughs> Welcome here. Welcome in, Bill. Welcome to the show. Why? Uh, I'll just I'll, I ask you, why am I an idiot, Bill? Well, because you discount what a guy does bring to a team. What? what and what is that? What is that? When the Eagles are going to start their search, they're going to look for a Sirianni-type guy, an unknown, full of energy. And a winner. And he's won every year. He's been in the playoffs. Mark Faye, uh, Grable, not. He hasn't won playoff games. And Sirianni's taken him to the Super Bowl. And they had a bad year. But Bill, Bill, hold on. But Bill, you're, you're completely year. taking context out of it. Bill, Mike Vrabel, just use him. You brought him up. He got to the AFC Championship game with Ryan Tannehill. Most fans couldn't name 10 players on their team at that point. It was, you know, besides their five or six stars they had. Right? Their quarterback was Ryan Tannehill. Nick Sirianni was handed the best roster in the league last year. How do we just use wins and losses to evaluate him? Because you're, you're, that's what you're based on. You're, you're basing this the success of the team on how they do with their record. The record is what the record is. No, but it, but it isn't, Bill. Like, you, all right, let me ask you this. Who's a better coach, Bill Belichick or Nick Sirianni? Right now, Nick Sirianni. No. No. Belichick no. doesn't relate to young players. What was, what was Belichick's record? If you want to go read some no, stuff. Belichick had, didn't have a quarterback. Bill, do you what think – Hold on. It stunk. Do you want to know his record? Bill, let me ask you a question. Like, Andy like Reid. Andy Reid. Andy Reid in 2012 was 4-12. Do you think, like, all the coaches in the league that year were better than Andy Reid? Most of them. He did a bad job. He lost a team. But he wasn't a bad coach, Bill. He had a bad year. The point is you Best can be – you can. Bill, Bill had a bad year. He's not a bad coach. Carmen, uh, it's not Carmen. No, this is Bill. Now, Bill, Bill believes in Nick Sirianni. Bill, do you think the guy uh, under? Do you think guy is overachieved with this roster this year or underachieved? Underachieved. Okay, then why is he here? Because he's got a record that you're going to look for a guy. I don't care, Bill. Thing. Bill, I care about his record next year and the year after and the year after. Resumes. Right. I don't care about resumes. It's you believe he's going to win a Super Bowl here. Yeah. Okay, I mean, that, I mean that's that's where we differ. I just I don't. What what does he do well as a coach besides win, Bill? Can you give me that? He's got he's got a relationship with his players, and he came out all in favor of him. Ah, uh, they and, all say that but, they did the same thing for Doug Peterson, Bill. I mean, like that. Then no coach would ever get fired. Like if we did just do that. Poop. Well, I'm I'm, I'm <laughs> thinking that what the alternative is is going to be a step back. You're not going to get what you're going to get. You need better offensive coordinators. And defensive coordinators. Everyone didn't like them last year. They were pretty good. I agree they were good. So, 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 Bill, you think he's just a product of his coordinators then, kind of? I think he's a product of an environment that creates winning. So, Bill, you and I found something we agree on. He's a product of an environment that creates winning. He's just a piece of it. But if he's not doing his job well, get a new guy to do a piece. I can't do the record thing. They gave him the best roster in the league last year.
He definitely had a big, big yeah. roster. But, but I feel like, Joe, a lot of these problems that were masked early on, like they were, go- they were going on at the beginning when they were losing. I think this is like Coach Sirianni is a part of this. No question about it. He's a part of it. But I think there's a deeper underlying issue that needs to be resolved. But if he's a part of it, remove him from it, and then we resolve that, the problem. That, that, I, I don't think – I think what's happening now is you need to figure out – try to figure out what that issue is because removing him might not solve the issue. It really might not. So I, I think that's what we're trying to figure out. Yeah. That's what we're trying to parse together. So I – look, they probably have six or seven issues here I mean, within the organization with the – but my issue is I don't think he's very smart as a coach. You've made that very, I, very clear. Like he's an <laughs> offensive guy. And what is his offense? His background is offense. We, we, that's obvious, right? He was an offensive coordinator with the Colts. What is his offense? I, I've watched I think him. high flying. Uh, I think they want to, you know, vertical passing game, uh, big play, big play offense. But the problem with that is this. You have to incorporate, regardless of what you, you've been told or what you believe, you got to be able to run the ball effectively, efficiently. And that's the one thing that we didn't do. If I was if, – if it was me and, and you, you asked me, say, I don't know the first thing about putting together offense. And if you, if you task me right now, Hugh Douglas, fix this offense. You know what the first thing I'm going to do? What are you doing? I'm running the ball. I'm, I'm going to incorporate some runs into this damn offense. I'm, that's what I'm going to do, Joe. I'm going to get me somebody – I'm gonna probably I'll probably keep Swift, definitely keep Swift. I would have Swift, and I would get me a Derrick Henry type. I would probably go draft a young running back that runs between the tackles, and that's how I save my quarterback because I already got I got two receivers and a tight end that I need to figure out how to get the ball to. But you know what? I would everything would be off of for me. I would probably run more of a, a, a play action type offense that looked like you know I'm running the ball for the most part. And I would hit you with a bunch of quick hitters. I would deke and dunk you all the way down the field because I know my biggest asset going into this season would be a ball control offense. The more time that I have the ball in my hands, the less time that you have to score because my defense is trash. I already like your offense more than Sirianni's, and I've watched him for three years. <laughs> okay, you've already given me something more than that coach. No, I mean, it's, it's simple. Now, now, how do I get to that? Now, that's the thing. Now, that's when I have to sit down with some people that know more offense than me and try to figure out that game plan. But I would never – I would keep my quarterback until he's comfortable in manageable downs. And I would would also – I would have, like, different motions and formations that allowed him to gather as much information as he he could gather before he snapped the ball. So, basically, everything Sirianni hasn't done, you would do. Hey, man, simplify. I would simplify the hell – the hail – out of this offense. Yeah, I, I see the a guy. absolute hail I'm with, he, out of it. Uh, let, let, get you in there then. I, I'm, I'm I watching trying, a guy. Listen, I don't want that drama, man. His, his offense is going he, backwards. He doesn't call the plays. The players stop playing whatever the last – well, you think that was hard. It wasn't hard enough the last few weeks. We had a player come on this show and tell us they overlook teams. This is his thing. And I and if you give me the record stuff, I think you're missing the point. Doug, Doug didn't get fired on his record. Chip Kelly didn't get fired on his record. Andy Reid didn't get fired on his overall record. Hello? Has anyone watched the way the Eagles do business for the last 20 years? Not one coach here has gotten fired based on their overall record. If that was the case, Andy would still be here. Chip would not have gotten fired off of one, what were they, seven and eight? I remember what the record was the day they fired him. He wouldn't have been fired. He was 10 and six, 10 and six, seven wins. He would still been their coach. 
Doug Peterson, off of his overall record, didn't deserve to be fired. It's about what are you doing next. Like, that's that's Lurie's job. Mark's in Woodbury Heights. What's up, Mark? Joe, how are you? Good, Mark. How you doing this morning? Joe, you're the only guy on this radio station that consistently gets it right. Consistently, Joe. Joe. Consistently. And, Hugh, I think you're way off base with this Sirianni thing. Let me just get this out if you guys don't mind. We got you. You got Joe, it all day. Floor is yours. <laughs> Thanks. Joe DeCamry back week five, six, seven. Nick Sirianni is a great coach. I've been trying to call Joe. The, the phone's busy every day, so I haven't been able to talk to him. But Nick Sirianni is a great coach. Joe, you're the only guy weeks ago, even last year after the Super Bowl, you know, the Detroit Lions opening day game, he's running up into the crowd, the number one finger up. Listen, the guy masked his inefficiencies as a coach by screaming at officials, screaming at fans, putting on this tough facade. He's not a good football coach. How do you have two Hall of Famers on your offensive line and another all-pro and Jordan Malata, and you can't run the ball, you can't score more than nine points against the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, right? Your defense, you got guys that can't tackle. That's Nick Sirianni's defense. That's his offense. He's the head coach. Enough of this with the coordinators. I'm so sick of it. He's the head coach. So as far as, as tackling is him. concerned, Mark, as far as tackling is concerned, when is it? What what, what part of that is is the coordinator's fault? The part of the tackling part. What, what part? Because is that? the whole organizational philosophy, Hugh, is to take it easy during the week, to take it easy in the preseason, to take it easy during the week. You know, buddy, buddy with the yeah, the players are going to. Uh, say good things about him because it's a it's a a resort there well mark to that point I, 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 yeah the, all those older guys that love him it's because they, they they practice once a week those guys they get to yeah, watch practice they, half the time they don't listen you don't need to be a rocket science to see that these guys don't work hard during the week this offense was a bigger problem than the defense because you had talent on the offensive side of the ball tons of talent and you underachieved and then Howie Roseman, where's he at? Awful job putting this team together. 100%, man. It's terrible. Where's wow, Mark, Howie especially, especially the defense. Linebackers. Yeah. You don't draft linebackers. You get your secondaries in shambles. You don't hear his name at all. Yeah, Howie is skated, Mark. Howie skated by oh. Mark, and Mark, good call. And, uh, I mean, listen, we may have to clip that. Gilio's always right. I always hear Gilio's always wrong. we gotta, we got to even those out once in a while. See, I just erased that from our – Oh, like, it's gone? Yeah, it's, it's gone. gone. Yeah, most uh, people – Not sure it, yeah, it ever it, happened. It never happened. All right, I, I imagined it. Uh, anyway, he's not wrong about Howie. Howie's going to have to speak for his defense at some point here in the offseason he had because he messed up. I mean, Howie, Howie's defense stunk, and that's that's it. That, he, he, he tried to remake that thing on the fly. And it did not work. All right, 215-592-9494. We do have a prize to give away today, Hugh. We have, as we've been giving away all week, your favorite, a pair of tickets to see Hardy at the Freedom my fa- Mortgage Pavilion. One of my artists out now. Hardy is one of my favorites. Whenever I see Hardy performing, I'm just going to assume you are there in the front yeah, row you moving should. forward. You That's should. your guy. All right, tickets go on sale today. They just started on sale a little while ago, Ticketmaster.com. But you can get them right here with us, and we're going to play a little game called Hugh's Clues. 
All right. I like to play this game because it gives me a chance to, uh, you know, show my, you know, side, my, what is it, pop culture side a little bit. And I, when, I, when I did this one, though, I will say this, that when I said this, a lot of people looked at me like I was crazy. Not the whole room knew. But, yeah, the whole room looked I at knew. me like, I knew. I knew this one. This is when I know that I am starting to enter that, that, that generation gap area, area mm-hmm. where it's like, dog, you old, dog. No, to be, to be <laughs> fair, and you'll give away the first clue. This, this isn't from, like, when you were a kid. No, but yeah. it's still, it's like, I, I guess. You know, I never heard you, of it. You know when you, you know, when they call you unk when the kids call you unk. You got unk. Like I, I got I feel like unk now because when <laughs> I, when I say this to Kyle Kyle looked at me like what the hell? Okay, so this first clue is this action movie was made in the year two thousand. All right, two thousands action movie. That's two thousand. It was right. an action movie and it was made in two thousand. Action movie. There is your first clue. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Playing today for a pair of tickets to see Hardy at the Freedom Mortgage Pavilion on June twenty seventh. All right, let's go back to the. Um, the phone lines here. Bill is up next on WIP. What's up, Bill? Bill. Yes, uh, Hugh, you brought up a point that I, I just never thought about. And you want to get the right coach to come in. You don't want to give the spot that that this place is a, it's a chopping block. If you the moment you don't things don't go well, and you know he's done so well, and you know I think he just you just even though he may not be that great a coach, you got to give him another chance because that, that's just gonna you just got to set the right uh, message to for any other coach that wants to come here that could look, you know, take him to the Super Bowl one year and then the next year you're gone. It's just, it's just politically expedient to keep him. Uh, but the situation's a lot more complicated in, in some sense because there's so many factors going on. I, I've been skeptical about the Eagles all year long. They were really last year's Minnesota Vikings team mm-hmm. uh, getting the wins like they did. And then the first three losses didn't bother me so much because that's who they were. And then the, and I had hope that Joe, that you had with the Giants, first Giants game. And then they, they actually did flip a switch. They went from being last year's Minnesota Vikings team to being – uh, the worst team in the league, just over over overnight, and I, I that is I'm going to forever be dumbfounded. But I think the real one of the things is Jeff Lurie. I hope he has figured out what you you say. There's something's going on there that he's been in the locker room to figure out what that issue, what those issues are that ha- had things gone. I, I was hoping they'd flip the switch back just to be the back to the Minnesota Vikings team, <laughs> last year's team, like they they were before and. So I, I, so much depends on what what Jeff Lurie knows knows actually is happening as far as what the real problem is. So I, and I was I was just so much of the problem. I was really bummed that the Eagles lost the Super Bowl because so much of the problem because I knew when they had to pay Jalen Hurts all that money, they just weren't going to have the roster. Yeah, Bill, that most likely, and it doesn't mean they can't win with him ever again. But that was that's probably the most talented roster he'll ever be part of. Just because, like you said, the reality is they're paying him more now, so there's less money for other guys. It's that was that's the best roster he'll ever play with here. And what makes it worse is he's underperformed from before, you know, and so that, that's, that's a double whammy. <laughs> it is. Bill, you bring up an interesting point, and we appreciate the phone call, Bill. What do you think about that, Hugh? Because you brought it up a little bit, and Bill really hit it home there. And I've heard other people say this, that if the Eagles fire Sirianni, how does that look to the rest of the league? How does it look to other coaches that you can make the playoffs three years in a row here, get to a Super Bowl, and you're still out? Do you think – that, yeah, that's a little unattractive. Okay, and, and and not only that, it's it it skews a little hasty, because it's it's like, 
you you're not allowing him the opportunity to fix it because we don't know what happened, Joe. Like I, like I, I've been saying for weeks, there was something wrong with this team even when they were winning, and you heard little little things rolling out of the Novacare about the quarterback and his demeanor and all this other stuff, and it just when it got bad, it got real bad. It did, and I don't, I don't, none of us know exactly what happened, but I do know he's in charge, and if it's happening under him, that's a problem. So I, I understand your point, and our caller's point. It would, it would almost make this place look hasty, and like, can you actually succeed long term here? But there are only thirty-two of these jobs. I mean, that like the Eagles would still get a coach; they'd still get a good coach if they wanted one. There's only thirty-two jobs. The roster's still really good, and. I don't know. Do other coaches think Sirianni's really smart? I see that. That's a good question. Because they may look at it like, yeah, I could do. I understand why they fired that, him. I could do better. That's a good question. Because you, you, <laughs> the you listen to some people talk when they talk about Coach Sirianni, and a lot of times, it's not great. But I don't, I don't think that's fair because, you know, you're on the outside looking in, so it's a lot you don't know. Uh, to that point, though, Joe, I, I feel like. Other coaches look at that situation and they don't want to be a part of something that if it doesn't if it doesn't get fixed correctly, I mean directly or or immediately, then it's a good chance you're going to lose your job. I understand that, but he, so I get it, and I don't want to be a team that changes the coach every two years. But I can't do continuity just for continuity. Like if I don't think this is the right coach, I just got to move on and try to find one. I'll, I'll give you an example, and this is an extreme example. Was it four years ago? Mm-hmm. Remember the coach the Browns had, Freddie Kitchens. He was there for like a hot minute. And he was terrible, right? And th- so I think he, he was the interim, and Baker played well with him as a rookie. Then they kept him because they thought – that, that that was Baker's boy. But then he was terrible. And I remember the story is like, are the Browns going to fire their fifth coach in seven years? Well, they realized this guy wasn't any good. And then they found Kevin Stefanski, who might win his second coach of the year in the last four years. So, like – Didn't he just fire their OC? Uh, he fire? did. Alex Van Paul, I think his yeah. name was. But, I mean, but Stefanski that- worked, and, and they did it because they realized – Kitchens wasn't the right guy. They didn't worry about the optics. They just got a good coach. Yeah, but I would even argue, Joe, that even that job in Cleveland, as as good as they've done, that's hasty. You know, they just fired oh, the, the OC. Hastiest. They are the absolute hastiest. But they did end up on a good coach this time. And they finally made it to the playoffs and got and got beat down. Yeah, well, they're on their fourth string quarterback. But <laughs> Stefanski might win two coach of the years in yeah, four years. So he's, so a good, he's a good coach. It but, worked. And you're talking about a you're talking about a a a, a, a program. That hell, the last time that the Browns have been relevant, Bernie Kosar was quarterbacking. It's been a while. Like, like seriously, I was I grew up in Ohio. I was a Browns fan. I remember those teams. I remember I remember when the dog pound became the dog pound. So you're talking about an organization for a long ass time has been trying to find just just to find its bearings. Well, hold on. Baker Mayfield won a playoff game a few years ago. He did. Beat the Steelers. And then, but they weren't that relevant. Where, yeah. Who Baker Mayfield playing for now? The, the, Bucks. the Bucks. Baker's still playing, by the way. <laughs> Outplayed Jalen Hurts. He did. Yeah, I can't. I can't. No, he did. All right, 215-592-9494. It's Howie Hopper. We'll come back. Your phone calls. John Ritchie will join us, his weekly spot with us, as we seem to be barreling towards Nick Sirianni's return. We are on Sirianni Watch. Jeff, if you're listening, man, let's go. Do the right thing here. Has John Ritchie talked himself into keeping Sirianni and the mm. idea of him coming back? And we'll pass the news on, on if anything happens here. John Ritchie, your call's. And your guess is for Hughes Clues all coming up on the Midday Show, Sports Radio 94 WIP. If you're a caregiver in the Philadelphia Lehigh Valley areas looking after a loved one, reach out to my friends at Ameribest today. When you call 1-800-HOME-CARE, a live onboarding specialist will assist you in the hiring process. Ameribest offers daily pay. 
performance bonuses, reward programs, and more to support their caregivers. Let Ameribest take care of you so you can focus on what matters most, caring for your loved ones. Call Ameribest today at 1-800-HOME-CARE or visit AmeribestHomeCare.com slash radio. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.